I'm a Medium, Ask Me How, was not filmed in front of a live studio audience. We best friends, but we love talking about dead people. We're going to laugh and we'll cry. Well, Dana's going to cry a little bit. We got love bombs all over the place. And let's not act like Matt isn't going to cry a little bit. But we're also going to cuss. So if that doesn't resonate, turn the fuck around. Yeah, we're going to drop some fuck bombs. But we also want to share our experiences and knowledge about mediumship. So sit down, get comfortable, and remember. You are the light of 100,000 suns. You are the light. And enjoy. I'm a medium. Ask me how. Welcome back, Dana. Whereas I say Dana's chair, because that was fucking funny. So for you viewers. We're starting off with a bang. Yeah, for viewers at home, me and Dana like to just chitty chat before we start every episode. And so Dana had gone upstairs into I Logan from IT's office and we were crunching financials and she comes back down and I just see her camera and her chair empty. And so I'm actually going to show what I saw. Can you see this? <laughs> and so I'm having a full conversation with her and her camera was frozen. And I was like, this is what it's got to be like for people to think like what spirit communication is really like. It's like talking in full complete sentences. <laughs> We're gonna have to post that picture. Save that picture. We'll post it when we when we post this to YouTube. I will because I just think that that was phenomenal. Like that's exactly <laughs> what people think it's like to like speak to dead people. Well, and we were riffing, and I may have been making some suggestive <laughs> suggestive <laughs> hand motions, and <laughs> and the funny thing is. I was like, oh, that's why you weren't laughing. And, and you're like, no, I figured it out by the noises you were making. <laughs> you just was like, oh. and I was like, yep, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so either our friendship is really twisted or we're that in sync now where I know what you're talking about. Or all of the above. Or, or C. Or C, all of the above. So, Dina, let's talk about what it's what, it, what is it like for you to be a medium? And like surrendering, surrender, surrendering, surrender to the power. Like, what do you feel like when you're giving a reading? Like, what is your cues? Walk me through a day in the life of Dina's reading. Well, for me, it's um, it's interesting because I I'm a girl with boundaries, mm-hmm. and we talk about it, you know, with our little groupie of friends, like, um, you know. If you guys don't know it already, we kind of have this little foursome of mediums mm-hmm. of myself, Matthew, Cody, and Hannah. And Cody and Hannah will pre-link like motherfuckers. Like oh. they love a pre-link. It's their favorite thing in the whole wide world. I do not like to pre-link. And for for those of you that are new to mediumship, pre-linking is trying to like kind of meditate prior to a session pulling forward spirit that would be for that session, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will be honest, when I was kind of beginning, I used to do that. Um, I found that I get into my thinking mind a little too much for that. Um, I thought I found that it wasn't a good life 
mediumship mm -hmm. balance for me when I did that. Um, so I, I threw out the pre-link. No pre-linking for Dana. But for me, and I have boundaries, and, and we'll get into an episode about my waiting room and all of that, I don't really open my door for readings until the session starts. And I typically start off my reading with a prayer. And I can always tell when spirit is going to come in for the reading when they mess up my prayer. I have said this prayer. It's my own little prayer. I've said it a gajillion times. That is, a, that is an actual number. If you Google that, that is an actual number. I've said this prayer that many times. I'm Googling. <laughs> That's the sound of Matt You know what it says? Googling. It says, gajillion. Dina made this up. <laughs> All right, continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but I will always know that spirit is there because they will start messing up my words. Mm -hmm. And then I will just feel them move into my energetic field, into my aura, if you will, or even if you won't, I will feel them moving into my auric field and just kind of moving in. And I just, it, I'm off to the races. Um, so that is essentially how I know that I'm moving into a mediumship reading and that spirit is there and, and is ready to party. Um, and that is, that's for me how I start off. Um, but it is a full body sensation of just moving into it. Um, we call that the power, the power. um, the, the power. The power. <laughs> Sorry. Surrender I'm gonna, to the power. I start doing that every time we talk about it. I'm just going to be like, the power. <laughs> um, it is. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. 100%. And can we just circle back for a second when me and you, like, on our event? Because mm -hmm. we're friends with our viewers now. We're friends. We're besties. We're friends. That we're, Every time we have an event and the four of us do it, me and Dana don't pre-link. So it's like whatever happens in that moment is what's meant to happen where Dana and Cody are like, it'll be like a week earlier. Hannah and Cody. Like, oh yeah. Hannah and Cody. I'm sorry. Not Dana and Cody. Hannah and Cody will always be like, I got so many. <laughs> but it's a real thing. But it can be very overwhelming because you have this person with you that can't be validated or claimed. So you're just sitting with this entity getting to know each other. When I say entity. I meant person. I didn't mean to yeah. sound like it was a mystical woo woo scary thing but it, it's it can be very like frustrating it's mm -hmm. it's 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 like you're I, I can't say anything that would not be dirty <laughs> i mean we've come this yeah. far it's when you're edging and you're not going to finish okay if i'm being real that's what it's like okay you get satisfaction of knowing that you got to deliver the spirit to the person in front of you and in non so you're spiritual ed edging spiritually edging yes it's a thing. Yeah. Look it up. You can Google that. <laughs> it ain't wrong. But really is, it's it's literally building a climax to something that's not going to pay off for two weeks. And that's not to say that it's wrong, but I don't like doing that. I don't, I, it doesn't feel right for me. Mm -hmm. And I... I like to be in the moment. Um, and that's just for me. That's how it, I... I it had to work for me. I talk about a lot the reason why that had to happen. I um, a lot of me in my professional life as a as a medium, my professional life as a medium, 
was doing uh, readings at a shop mm -hmm. where I was doing seven readings in a day. Yeah. And it had gotten really overwhelming to parse out who was for who and if I was pre-linking, which spirit was I bringing in. And driving to work, I would have like a carload of spirit with me. And it was just, it was too much. So I figured out really easily that I didn't have to pre-link, that as soon mm -hmm. as I opened the door, the spirit I needed would walk through and wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, there they were. And I could, I could just jump in and do it. So, but for me, you know, it's, it's that surrender of, and that's, tr let's just talk about trust. Yeah. Because part of surrender is trust that they're going to be there when we open the door. Well, the movies, God bless them. I've painted mediumship in such a like an unusual fucking way where it's like they think that there's somebody standing exactly right here and we can physically see them. Now I'm not limiting limitless potential, Eileen Davies, but I can tell you that's not realistically that way for a majority of the mediums, right? So when we're like pre-linking or we're linking into something and we're not delivering what we get, there could be a time when your brain wants to creep in and be like, fill in the blanks. Nah, 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 nah. And then, so by the time you go to land that reading and give that person that reading, it's completely different than actually what it was because you've given yourself time to sit on it. Mm -hmm. And my, my mentor, God bless her, rest her soul, Janet Novak was like, give what you got. Give it now. Don't write it down. You give it. So she beat that out of me. She, oh, I, I don't want an ex nun yelling at me about <laughs> I'm not delivering what I got. No, thank you. I am good. I am mucho good out. So once you start to get your spirit, is there something that you've noticed that's like a commonality? Because I know that spiritual mediumship is very unpredictable, right? No reading is mm -hmm. the same. No spirit's going to show up. But is there any like telltale signs that you have that you're on the right track for spirit? Like, do they give you physical cues or anything like that? Oh, I mean, it that power, that physical mm -hmm. sensation grows and builds and you just, so the way that, that Matthew and I, um, read and that we teach is to trust that power, that feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, so when, and, and we, and we give a piece of evidence and we wait for a yes, no, or I don't know, because we, we want to make sure that you're resonating with what we're giving, yeah. right? And we don't want to get, we don't want to make up a story or anything like that. But it's that when we don't, we want to make sure we get that yes from from our sitter or the client. But when you don't even need that yes, because you say it and your whole body lights up. Yeah. And not you feel it in every cell of your body. As soon as you say it, your whole oh, body yeah. just goes. Do you know what I imagine that happens during that moment? <clears throat> Is that spirit comes in and they blend with you even more. Like mm -hmm. you fall into this thing where you know what you're about to say is going to be correct. Where they're like, yes. And they just tingle with you. And it just lets you know that you're like, cool. I'm on the right track. Now, mm -hmm. what is interesting for me, I don't want to sidetrack you from our original conversation, is let's talk about the power. Just so our viewers have an understanding of what the power is. Because I think we use that word a lot and we always like drop the little nuggets and never really fully explain it that we are all energy right we are mm -hmm. all energy i use this analogy uh and it usually makes sense for most people is that your car is your body is the car of the vehicle right it's a vehicle that your little spirit traveler travels in and so when your car 
breaks down. The driver or the spirit gets out of the car, but it's just energy. Okay, and then we go into this big energetic ocean, I would say, um, to just do whatever we're going to do on the other side. Okay, that's the other side. We're exiting the broken car. We're good. When we start to connect as a mediumship reading, we start to feel our personal power, right? Our mediumistic abilities. For mine, mine comes from my heart center. For Dana, it comes out of her sacral chakra. So reflexive. God damn it. I've known you for this long and I still keep saying uh, sacral chakra, solar plexus. I'm sorry, because that is a power center, right? Um, and we expand that out. And then source energy from source or God or whatever you said, uh, whatever you want to call it, usually comes in and blends with us. So it creates this harmonious. It's us raising our vibration. It's theirs lowering theirs. And we blend together in this beautiful energetic field. And so that creates this perfect storm for spirit to come into this and start to blend with our auric field, okay? And as we start to get validation, yeses are my favorite. Noes are just as good, but yeses are my favorite. It builds a power that we start to ride off of. And what the power is, it's a lot like a roller coaster. It's going to have ups and downs as we go, and we can lose it and we can gain it just like that. Our jobs as psychic mediums is to ride that energy wave and know when we have to start to build it back up again because i don't know about for you the power is never sustained where it's a flat plateau it curves up and down and so when we're asking questions and getting validation around um, what the information that we have we build a power and it's easier for us to know that everything that's going to come out of our mouth is correct and our body reacts and our chakras react mm -hmm. and Everything under the sun aligns in a beautiful way where it, that is like when you're watching a really good mediumship, they're riding that power and that mm -hmm. power is transmitted to everybody watching it. And it is a very moving thing. So the power is a very, 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 very tangible thing. It's tangible. I was going to say tangible. And mm -hmm. if you look at our podcast um, logo, when me and Dana had gone got our aura pictures done, Dana was like, go in as a medium. And you didn't really do it as much as you did. I think you opened up a little bit. But I yeah. opened mine for my heart center and not my solar plexus. Oh, <laughs> oh look at you got it. Um, you can actually see in our podcast logo, I actually opened mine right before I sat down for the picture and it showed up. So it is a trackable yeah. thing, which is really, really cool. So go check. And you saw yeah. like mine is lit up from my solar plexus. Yeah. It's and I, I went straight to my my crown for some reason. You can see a lot from my crown on on mine. But you know <clears throat> that was a beautiful description of the power. Like mm -hmm. that I, I think that that is just the beautiful thing. And and being able, it is a tangible thing. When you are seeing a beautiful mediumship reading, you can tangibly feel that power grow. Mm -hmm. And I it's almost like getting locked in. Yeah. Because like, I feel like sometimes when, <clears throat> when there's a spirit around, you're kind of like, okay, I feel you. And then you're just like bringing them in closer and closer. And there's like this full blend lock in. Mm -hmm. It's like, I got you. And it's just like, and then it's like, mm -hmm. there's something I don't, it's, it's, magic. it's almost a click. It's magic. Mm -hmm. I, that's the best way I can describe it. It's like when you, but to get there, 
full circle, you've got to surrender and trust. Mm-hmm. You get to a point where you're just like, I'm okay with being wrong. A hundred fucking percent. If I'm going to read in front of like 230 people on TikTok, I'm going to trust I'm going to be wrong and I'll walk it off and it's not about me. And and that's when that sweet spirit comes in and is like, I got you. And then you start trusting everything that you're getting. And then the minute you get a no, your power dips a little bit. And then you got to be like, okay, I'm walking it off, walking it off, stepping out of the way. And then you start get backing it and you build up into it and then it rapid fires. So it's literally like just shooting off your gun, having to reload to shoot it off again. I know bad analogies, Matt, bad analogies, but it really is very true to that. And mm-hmm. um, our friend Megan Elisa, who you'll meet in a later podcast, I can guarantee it. So, I mean, we, you know, what's funny is we haven't officially asked her to be I, on no. the podcast, but but we're, gonna, we're manifesting an Elisa. She's going to come in, but she gave the best analogy in my development that I just have to share, but I want to give her credit. Is that the information from the spirit world is a lot like walking on the beach and having your feet wash over with the tide, right? So it rolls in, it's subtle, we catch it, it drifts back out, we give what we get, and we wait for the next wave to hit our ankles. And so that is a lot about the power. It's very subtle, but if you build it enough, it is unstoppable. It is Mm -hmm. unstoppable, and it is the most amazing feeling. Like, that's when I know spirit comes in and they're like, do a good job, bro. Because I mm-hmm. feel it. I feel it. And it is the it is the most indescribable feeling I will ever have. I think in the beginning of our development, I don't know about you, Ferdina, but like I would always chase the wow moments. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think spirit kind of gives you those. And they will in your development. Mm-hmm. And it's hard sometimes. And we see this in our development circle sometimes mm-hmm. where they're like, I was getting this at the beginning, um, and Twy Daddy, we, we Martin Twy Cross, we call him Twy Daddy, talks about um, spirit giving you a sweetie, and it's like this little like carrot of like this is what's what's possible. Now you, I'm going to show you what's possible, and now you're going to have to like develop and work at mm-hmm. it to get it. But it's like this is what's possible because there's you get those little wow moments of like oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah I can get that I can get that. Um, because when you do get that like amazing little piece of evidence, there's, there's nothing better. It keeps you going. It's intoxicating because you're like, I want every reading to be like this. And then it's Mm -hmm. not. (laughs) Yeah. And that's part of the surrender too, Uh of it. It's a, it's trusting that like, sometimes they're not all going to be home runs. Mm -hmm. Or you do it so long that no moment is a wow moment. Mm-hmm. Right? You're chasing the dragon. You're chasing the dragon. You're waiting for that moment to come back around to be like, well, I'm still a medium. You're always a medium. It's just you become desensitized to what you're getting. But the person that you're reading for, they're wowed. Mm-hmm. But it does. It still feels hollow, right? Because you're just so used to going, mm, 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 I'm awesome. Well, and I have to like call you on this. Like one day, not too long ago, you were like, girl, you were a little frustrated with the reading you yeah. had. And I was like, Matthew, I want you to go back to beginner Matthew. Mm-hmm. Beginner Matthew, watching the reading that you did, that you just did. Mm-hmm. Would beginner Matthew be amazed at the reading you just did? Oh, 100%. And you, and you, would, and you were like, oh, shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. So, you know, we get, 
it gets to be a little normalized. And so the wow is a little gone. And, you know, there is that chasing of the dragon and or chasing the dragon, chasing. not chasing up the dragon. <laughs> That's fine. We chase all exotic mythical creatures here on I'm a Medium. Ask me how. <laughs> but Dana, Dana. You got a fairy. Yeah, you got a fairy. I got a fairy in my pocket. You want to chase it? Um, so I have this new thing that I wouldn't say I'm chasing, but the thing that I strive for in my readings is not so much the wow of the evidence at all. It's the wow of the blending and surrendering that I really chase. And I think that's the sweet spot we really want to be in with mediums because it's like you're really flexing your trust and you're flexing your surrender. And then what else is possible, right? And how long can you have that? side numbing feeling that feels so good last for mm-hmm. as you're giving evidence because it does take you out of your passive mind when it happens right mm-hmm. it takes you out and it snaps you out of it so it's like how long can i ride that for and it's not that i'm trying to make myself feel good it's just how long can i blend with spirit for mm-hmm. how long can i or if i do this will i fully start to get more information in a deeper evidence level, right? So it's amazing. It's a goal. So, but you're talking about something that's really important and, and we talk about it a lot in why we sit in the power mm-hmm. and, and why we go to development circles. It's the endurance because let's talk about holding the power for a minute, holding spirit. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that a beginner medium can only do a, a very short reading because to hold the vibration for that long or to to do a reading for that long it takes energy oh yeah Ooh, it does so so essentially what you're talking about matt if i'm understanding you correctly is you're just building your endurance yeah. to hold the vibration longer and to to go deeper with it i want that moment right there to just be a secondary feeling that it's not going to snap me yet back out of into my active mind i want to be able to be like okay cool and as i've been doing it i've noticed it's felt more intense when i'm getting the information that they want me to say in the way that they want me to say it. Does that make sense? So it's not mm-hmm. that I'm giving facts. It's when I'm transitioning over to either a message or something that like, if I'm saying I love you, it's usually in those moments mm-hmm. because that's when they want me to say it. Like we had a reading today on TikTok. We're not going to talk about it too much, but I had said something where I'd shut my camera off and I just sat with them for a second. I turned my camera back on and I'm like, I thought it was done. But they want me to say this exact thing to you. And I felt it just like it came in. Mm-hmm. I, you like my sound effects? It, it, it came in and it really just overtook me of being like, yes, I was supposed to say that. Mm-hmm. And now it's like my boss spirit because I work for. I don't know where I fall on that whole corporate ladder, but I know that I'm going to get promoted soon. But do you get benefits? I, I think I do. I get a good 401k. But I, um, I think it's like at this point, it's just knowing that I did a good job, and that's our way of being like, you did it, you did. Mm-hmm. It. So in my review, when I go to the other side, and they're going to move me over to like HR or payroll or wherever they put me, mm-hmm. it'll be good marks. That'd be good marks. That's how we know we're in alignment. Mm-hmm. 
So something that like, even in doing this podcast, mm-hmm. I know I'm, I'm shifting the conversation just a tad, but it, but, but go with me here. Paying attention to when we are in alignment, whether we're in the middle of a mediumship reading or just in life in general mm-hmm. or in our job or in our relationships or whatever, are we in alignment and mm-hmm. trusting our body and trusting the, because I believe that our bodies are amazing antennas, right? Mm-hmm. So when we are talking about the power and when spirit is using it, we're, our bodies are antennas, Right. So if we're essentially what we're doing as mediums is we're trusting the antenna that is our body to guide us. That's good. Mm-hmm. I just dropped the mic. Did y'all hear? You did. I just want to do this. That was, <laughs> but it was phenomenal because you have like you, this work or this point of view, right? It's not popular. Like I can't say it's really popular. So there's things that we have to personally navigate in our spiritual journey that is going to hit with us in a certain way. And I think we said it in multiple podcasts now, take what resonates and leave the rest. But you've got to know how it's going to serve you and your highest good. So thank you, Dana. That was well needed. Yeah. We really needed that. Yeah. But I think in trusting that antenna and the more that we meditate, Mm -hmm. the more that we self-care, Because in spiritual development, whether you want to be a medium, you want to be a psychic, or you're just healing yourself, right? Mm -hmm. We're paying attention. We have better awareness about ourselves because we have to, if, let's talk about sitting in the power for a second. Part, the first part of sitting in the power is just purely paying attention to our own energy. Well, should I explain what sitting in the power is really quick? Because we haven't talked about it on the cast yet. So I mean, it's my favorite thing that you do. All right. And scene. Everybody, put your seatbelts on. <laughs> I'm bowing. All right. So sitting in the power is a passive meditation. It is not a meditation where you see or channel spirit. It is a chance to attune to the spirit energy that is going to be presented forth and your own energy so you know that there's a shift in awareness when something changes. It is a way, a way for you to basically quiet the mind release expectation, become centered and grounded, and just feel the power of spirit. Thank you. Feel. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be Thank here every you. Tuesday, everybody. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Come to circle. <laughs> no, but the first part of sitting in the power is just first noticing who we are and building our own energy mm-hmm. and raising our own vibration. Because we have to know what is ours and what isn't ours, right? So if spirit comes in with heart palpitations and is and is making chest pains, right? I have to know, is that my chest pain mm-hmm. or is that spirit's, right? So we have to know what's ours and what isn't ours. It's like really important to know what is our energy and what isn't our energy. And so in developing, if we want to develop our abilities... We have to know what's ours and isn't ours. Oh, 100%. Because then you're just giving yourself, right? You're not quite giving what you feel or you're trusting everything. And your brain is a very powerful thing. It is more powerful than you know. And so when you're getting information because you don't have discernment, like you don't know what is yours and what is spirit, you're going to stumble a lot. 
So sitting in the power is a must do. If if you're going to do anything for your mediumship, sitting in the power, 100%. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Medit- it's And self-care and just taking care of this antenna. Mm-hmm. Remember, like you talked about this being a car. Right. And it is mm-hmm. like this, this house is our little soul and this is our car, but you've got, you put oil in or you put gas in your car, right? Mm-hmm. Get your oil changed. You got to take care of your vehicle. It's the only one you got. You can't upgrade to leather seats. It is the only, only thing. you. I mean, you can, and there's, there's plastic. <laughs> I just thought about it as it fell out of my mouth. I was like, oh wait. <laughs> That's what Burr. she said. <laughs> Uh, but getting back to the topic, Dana, is that surrendering and trusting is you really got to know yourself. You got to know yourself first before you can do any surrendering or trusting. Do you agree or do you disagree? Oh, 100%. Starting first, it's almost before you go out, you've got to go in. Mm-hmm. And, and there's trust. I want to, it's certain, surrender is synonymous with trust, right? Mm -hmm. So if we have trust issues in our life, like maybe we've been burned before, or maybe we've been judged before, or maybe, or whatever it is, we've got to face that. So where, where is that popping up? Why have I, why do I have trust issues or why do I have a hard time letting go? Mm -hmm. Because we're letting go of control. Yeah. And you don't need to be a perfect person to be a medium. Let me preface that though. You don't, but you need to actually take care of yourself. If things pop up, you need to do it. Right. Cause that, that they'll, they'll fucking come back at you hardcore if you're ignoring your own uh, own pain and problems. Right. Like you might have a week, like let's say you have dad issues. You're going to have every single reading that week being fathers. Every single reading will be daddy issues. Every single Today day. was the apology tour for me. What about for you? <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, it's – and there will be themes in your readings. Mm-hmm. But there will also be points where we need to take uh, take breaks from doing readings. A hundred percent. You know, one of the best pieces of, pieces of advice that you've given me is like – you're here to be alive, Dana. Like, it's not healthy to talk to dead people all the time. Mm-mm. No, and it's super easy to shut yourself into the spirit world. Because it's comfortable for us, right? Because, I mean, essentially mm-hmm. we're making friends. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying my friends stick around, but it it becomes intoxicating. And it becomes almost, like, very powerful. There's that power dynamic again. If, it's, if I'm honest, dead people are, are a lot easier to hang out with them than the living mm-hmm. i'm more scared of the, i love hanging out with dead people i'm more scared of the the living than i am the dead oh 100 percent. we're unpredictable freaking ego but we're here to be alive we're here mm-hmm. i call it earth school we are here to learn we are here to grow and if you think that you can do this whole mediumship psychic thing and not grow and develop as a human you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, you're going to fail really quickly if you don't pay attention to what's going on in your life. So you need a work-life balance. Mm-hmm. And you need to go outside and hug a tree and drink kombucha and 
walk a track or look at shirtless men walking their dog around, you know, Berkeley Lake in Colorado. You've got to do these things. <laughs> I mean, this seems, it seems like you're like pulling a lot of about your personal experience forward. I, re- I don't know if you're. <laughs> I really like Stanley Lake. <laughs> or Berkeley Lake. That's, I'm sorry. That, that was a, that was a profound experience in your life. It was, it was very enjoyable, very enjoyable. But Dana, is there, I tried to formulate this question of being like, when do you feel that it's too much for you and that you need to do self-care? Well, I have to pay first off, like if I have a bad reading Mm -hmm. where I'm just not connecting, the first place I got to go is me. Um, Because we always know spirits around spirit always shows up. Right. Mm -hmm. The, the first place I got to go is is myself like was i well rested did i did i get out of was was i not surrendering to the process do i have a lot of personal stuff going on um and really checking in with myself on a day-to-day basis of like where am i at Mm -hmm. do i have drama going on in my life do i need to take a step back um i have to say for myself personally um i've had a lot of physical health issues yeah that literally have stopped me in my tracks that I've had to like stop. Mm -hmm. There's just, there's no choice. Um, And honoring that flow, I don't want to like divert this too much, but being in flow. Yeah. Because I've talked about, I talked about being in alignment very briefly, but it's the same conversation as being in flow. And if something is telling us to stop, because a bad reading can be a a bad reading could just be a bad reading, right? Mm-hmm. And we don't want to like overanalyze it too much, but it can also be like, hey, is this in alignment? Are is there something you're not paying attention to? Um, are you pushing where you shouldn't be pushing? Mm-hmm. D- does this not light you up? Um, my big thing is, if it's not a hell yes, then it's a no. Where are you being lit up? And if it's not in alignment, to pay attention to that. And it's always okay to take breaks and to pay attention to what really needs to be taken taken attention to. Do you have like a cap on like how many readings a, uh, a week you'll do or how many days a week you'll do it? I am blessed um, that I do this because I enjoy it mm-hmm. at this point in my life. I obviously do this professionally, um, but I have a day job. So this is purely just because I love doing it. Um, I find that my sweet spot, I love doing about three a day. If I'm, if I'm going to do a reading day, three is perfect. Mm -hmm. I've learned for myself that if I have a reading day and like, let's say I'm on TikTok and I'm like, "Mm, let's do some readings. I can do about four to five of them at shorter intervals and be okay. Or I can do like three long ones and be fine. But if I push myself to get that like fourth one out, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. and I need to take at least two days off a week mm-hmm. where I'm out living, I, I shouldn't read every single night. Um, I know like with our development circles and all that, like it looks for, I look forward to it every week and I'm not reading, but I'm still using my power to run that class. Mm-hmm. Right. So like making sure that like Tuesdays, I'm, it's a work day for me. And then I have my day job Mm -hmm. and then I'll take like Sundays off. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I just need to like, as working mediums, we have to have a work-life balance. There, there's no way that we could do this work, burn ourselves out and provide a good service to others without taking a toll for ourselves. hundred percent. And, I and making, <laughs> I hope you got your ears are okay from all the mic drops. I know we're just like dropping them like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. But I think again, you know, obviously we're talking about mediumship, but I hope what happens a little bit in this is okay. Mediumship has taught me so much about life. Oh, <laughs> And while Matt and I are talking about the subject of mediumship, this could be, this could apply to anything, right? Balance in life is important. So doing anything out of excess is never good, you mean right? You, so you can apply this to jewel art, <laughs> you know, too much too, too, much too fast. I, I, I totally get it. I, not, not that. Okay, you and I do nothing half-ass. No. Nothing. No. And this is what I either either this is a great thing or it's fucking dangerous. I can't get mine. Mine's in my mind's over. I'll, there. I'll show I'll show it on my screen. So jewel art is very addicting, but it can be very excessive and you can get lost in it. So I just wanted to piggyback that. I'm sorry, Dia. <laughs> but but here's the but understanding like this is who we are as people. Mm-hmm. And I thank you, Matt, for keeping me accountable. And I hope I keep you accountable too. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, you do. But, nice but, at, the same t- but at the same time, because you and I both have like very like go, 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 gadget, go mm-hmm. personalities. But we need that balance in our life because we would, we would do a diamond art and like, attack it with such <laughs> yeah and it's you know what ferocity. it's a sense of completion it's a sense of having it done it's the sense of like the hard work that i strive after and i know that you're the same way you're like if i finish this i will feel completed mm-hmm. so when we talk about we're obviously talking about mediumship on this podcast but i hope that you know you take nuggets on the mediumship part of this But I think when we talk about this, we are talking about a greater life lessons that can be applied. So where can you introduce balance into your life? What are you overdoing that you can rebalance a little bit? I think also even like sitting in the power doesn't necessarily need to be for a mediumship reading, but it's good to just sit in silence with yourself. And just feel and sit with yourself. So you don't need to be a medium to meditate. And that's really good for your mental health. It's good for your energetic health. It's good for a lot of things. And I'm not a doctor. Don't come for me. But like really kind of sitting with yourself and like maybe reviewing your day and seeing like, well, what could I do better tomorrow? Do you know how noisy our world is? Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all are listen- listening to this podcast, which we really appreciate. Thank you for listening. But... Do you notice how noisy the world is? We always have a device going. We always have noise going. We always have, there's a buzzing, there's screens, there's this, there's that. We're accessible Mm -hmm. all the time. Take five minutes and every day 
to just be quiet. Mm -hmm. Just five, just five minutes of quiet in a dark closet. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you tell your students to sit in the dark one time and you'll never let it down. I'm like, geez, <laughs> you act like I just asked them to go out and rob a 7-Eleven. Like, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's probably what's going to happen tonight. Well, it's good to sit with yourself and it's good to sit with yourself without any expectation, right? Or without any inco- um, income, with any outcome, <laughs> because you want to center yourself. You want to sit with yourself and just be present in that moment not expecting a thing and everything will come to you. I'm telling you, you will get clarity at some point on whatever situation that you're going through by just sitting quietly with yourself. And just being Mm -hmm. and just being in the moment. That's part of surrendering too, right? Of not having like, I think so often we're looking in the rear view mirror of Mm -hmm. I should have, would have, could have, right? And there's so often of like, I got to do this and tomorrow this and, and what if, what's, what's going to happen two years from now? Or what, if, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? That we lose the being in the moment of just like sitting and breathing and just focusing in on our breath. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just being in that dark room and just taking a breath and just going. Who's <sighs> up? And it's nice. And it's nice to just get back to your breath. And it's good for your body. And it only takes five deep breaths to go into a meditative state. If you don't know that, it does. Now you do. Now you do. That's Matthew's. Can you put that on a t-shirt? You know, I think I think we have Logan from IT just call this episode dropping the mics. Because <laughs> we're just dropping so many of them. But I just want everyone to walk away from this podcast And let's just take one deep breath together and just in through the nose, out through the mouth. You are safe. You are present and you are here amongst the living and you are completely loved from the other side and from us. A hundred percent. And you're here for a reason. And we're Mm -hmm. so grateful and thankful that you're here. And with that being said, Dana, I think that, uh, I just want to tell you how much I love you, how much I love this podcast, and how much I love the viewers. I love you too, and I love y'all, and we shall see you next time. You're in our hearts. And just like my friend Dana always says, you're the light of a hundred thousand million suns. (laughs) One day. One day he's going to get it right. I'm adding it on every single time. (laughs) All right. Well, we love you all. You're the light of a thousand suns. Goodbye, everybody. Hundred. Hundred thousand sons. One son. Hundred thousand. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.